Hey, this is Ryan Harris, co-host of The Jay Pitch Show and co-founder of an amazing company called Simba. Simba is like QuickBooks on steroids for real estate agents, and it's changing the way they do their accounting and manage their business. Time is money, and Simba saves real estate agents both. Simba takes away the administrative burden of being an agent, from deal tracking to bookkeeping and taxes, Simba makes your entire workload seamless and stress-free. You can be up and running in seconds. Download Simba for free straight from the App Store, add your agent profile and commission split, upload your contacts straight from your phone, connect your bank accounts, and automate your bookkeeping and accounting. Simba is the most mobile-friendly app ever built for real estate agents. So if you're looking for a way to save time, grow your business, and stress less, then look no farther than Simba. Try it out today and see the difference it can make in your business. It is available on iOS and Android. You can search Simba, S-Y-M-B-A in the App Store or go to GetSimba.com. Let me talk to you for a minute about my friend, Michael Bush. Mike has spent over 20 plus years with Northwestern Mutual as a financial advisor and manages an office here in Louisville. He's my own personal financial advisor. One reason is that he knows that my investments in real estate and my business are my best investments where I get my best returns. After that, I also invest in the stock market for diversification and tax advantages. Mike and his team have done a great job handling those investments for me. Their team takes a comprehensive look at planning, so he's regularly bringing up ideas that add value and build a more secure plan. Things like protecting my income with disability insurance, protecting my family with life insurance, and ways to get more out of my cash that would otherwise be sitting in a savings account earning nothing. Mike and his team at Northwestern Mutual have been great partners for me and my family, and I encourage you to give him a call. No obligation, just a conversation to see how they can help. Call Michael Bush at 502-727-2758 or email him at michael.bush at nm.com. We spent the past couple of years in a crazy hot market. Louisville home sales decline as demand outpaces supply. Effective communication is at the core of any situation. If you master these two ideas, you'll have a chance of being successful at residential real estate marketing. I think you need to be looking for investment opportunities that move the needle. The market will never crash if demand exceeds supply. This is what I've been telling you all along. This is the Jay Pitts Show. And we're back, folks. Welcome back to the Jay Pitts Show. I'm your host, Jay Pitts. Ryan Harris, I do have some good ideas sometimes, Ryan. Yeah, I just had a funny thought. Sometimes. At the end of that intro, and it says, uh, this. this is what I've been telling you. I imagine that's just what your kids are going to hear for like, growing up. <laughs> this they, is what I've been telling I've you. I've been telling you all along. You can just play that instead of actually saying it. You know, I, uh, I have a very opinionated, very intelligent, usually correct 11-year-old. And... Um, He's just not as correct as mom and dad are, right? Not as often. And even if he is, you're not going to tell him that. Well, I, honestly, I do tell him sometimes. I mean, there are selective moments where I absolutely abstain from notifying him of his correctness. There, you know, if you're not a parent or if your kids don't speak yet, you haven't, yeah. you know, <laughs> learned this just yet. But there are certainly uh, moments to selectively obscure the truth for your children. That is absolutely good parenting. I will not hear it any differently. But I do like him to know, frankly, how often he is correct. Because I don't want to destroy his spirit. I mean, he's a, he's a very opinionated, very spirited kid. And I just don't want him thinking... That just because it's inconvenient for me for him to be correct, I don't want him to. I don't want him to get his spirit broke for that reason. You know, I'm always yeah. telling him he's wrong when that, when every fiber of his being is telling him that he's right. But uh, you know, there are moments where you have to break it down a little bit and just be like, "Look, dude, you're not right." 
I'm, so, I'm sorry. I know you feel like you are. I, I'm not even mad at you for feeling strongly about your opinions, but I've just lived more than you. You couldn't possibly know things that I know. It's not possible. You know much more than you should. I, I want to acknowledge that. But yeah, man, he, he does not take it well. That's good, though. You know, it's very valuable and a great characteristic to have, like knowing when you're wrong. Oh, man. Because there's, it, it helps with every aspect of life. Like, it's important to know when you're wrong and when you need to learn something because the people that never think they're wrong, one, are the most annoying people in the world. <laughs> and two, probably don't get better at things that they should. Oh, we have some of that with him. He gets, it's very frustrating. He gets very annoying because he just, <laughs> he just digs in, right? I will also say, though, as from being raised by a very uncompromising individual, my father was very uncompromising uncompromising people achieve a lot yeah you know it's like sure. it's, it's almost like they walk around with armor on like yeah. they're they're bulletproof like you shoot them they don't feel it they just keep moving forward sure like so yes humility is important understanding you're wrong is important i think it's inspiring to admit that you're wrong yeah if you want to be an inspiring individual being able to admit you're wrong so here's the thing like like think about this most people judge whether we would want to admit it or not, an individual in their presence in, in, in an instant, right? Uh, very short periods of time, we make character judgments about people based on how you carry yourself, your confidence, your lack of confidence, whatever it may be, right? So if you're an achiever, right? So what people know about you before meeting you and then what they learn in the instant that they meet you, if they, if they perceive you as a high achiever, as an inspiring individual, and then... You show humility on top of that; it's a game changer. Yeah, we've it talked really about is. that yeah, a little absolutely. bit on this show. Absolutely, it's it's because you don't expect it. No, you expect someone who is so good at something to be cocky, to be unrelenting, but then you you flip it and show that you're vulnerable too. It's really I don't know. It's it's impactful. Yeah. Uh, so since we're on the parenting thing a little bit, I was just talking to. I just came from a listing shoot out at some new construction homes I have in Meade County. I was talking to Austin Sauer, uh, who does some of the photos for my houses. And he has, I think, I don't know how old their first child is, like two, two and a half and a four month old. He's been training for an Ironman. And we were talking about like right now it feels like, okay, four things, work, help with the kids or baby, working out and sleeping. Okay. You got those four. You got to give up one. Like, are you not give up, but you have to so you're saying if you had to, which would you choose or right, yeah. You, oh, and uh, it's sleep for sleep. It's for me sleep right for now. it's sleep for I most. have to work out. Yeah. It well, And that's the thing. Like if you've made that lifestyle shift, like, I don't know what I, I don't know what I would give up. I wouldn't give up working out. I'd find a way to make that happen, you know? Um, but you're right. You do end up sacrificing sleep, but it's funny. You know, I'm what? 15 years older than you. I'm 27. Yeah, and I'm about to be 42, so almost 15 years older than you. And what I can tell you is you 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 probably need sleep even more as you age. But for some reason, your body rejects sleep more. Yeah. I don't know. I, I go to sleep 
very early, but I also wake up very early, naturally. I mean, you text me at 5.50 this morning. And <laughs> that, actually, I, that reminds me. I did was, I respond I instantly? Say, yeah, I was going to say on this show, I know I can. Jay's going to respond fast, and he's probably more okay with me texting him at 5, 5.30 in the morning than 11. nobody else is texting him. Yeah. Then at 11 p.m., I yeah. can guarantee you, because yeah. I'm asleep at 11 p.m. most nights. Yeah, so this morning I texted Jay, Jay hey, we're going to do a, a Louisville events draft. Which you'll see at the end of the show. It's going to be yeah. really good. We're going to pick our favorite Louisville events. It's going to so, be awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. Hopefully, going to be. Awesome. I don't think I'm as prepared as I was last week, but we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. So I ran the. Uh, I want to talk about this. I ran the Urban Bourbon this past weekend. Didn't train for it, um, <laughs> and it was so. I started I, my running journey about 14 months ago. I had my calves. first race was the Urban Bourbon, and I had a goal to break two hours, and I took everything out of me to do it. This time I paced a friend to break two hours. He did it by about 50 seconds and I didn't train for it and it was a piece of cake for me. Really? I mean, I just floated through Mental. It and well, no. Course here, difference? So no, it was a different course, but I think it was a harder course. Like five miles were in Cherokee. Oh. So there was a ton of hills. Uh, now. How, any Iroquois? How much Iroquois? No Iroquois. No Iroquois. Iroquois yeah. is hard. Yeah. So, but here's what I think it is. And we've talked about, I've, I ran the marathon, Derby marathon and I've consistently ran since then. And it just yeah. goes back to like consistently good is better than occasionally great. Uh, like I didn't even train for this. And uh, just putting more miles on my feet made it a thousand times easier for me. I it think, was pretty cool to see and notice a difference from last year to this year. I'm going to say I'm going to say something, too, that um, I, it's been a long time since I've done any running. And I probably wasn't ever as good at it as you were. But I did run a full marathon. It was not a great experience. I've run multiple half marathons. Um, running used to be like probably around the same age I, that you are now. Running was important to me because it was quiet. It was it cleared my head. You know, I got to be by myself. Like I kind of, a lot of times um, I did train for the marathon with a group, but um, something about knowing what to expect. Yeah. Like running the marathon was amazing. The first half was amazing. I ran, I ran the first half in an hour and 47, like blazing fast for me. And I ended up over five hours because I completely broke down in the second half because I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. And I think if I had to do it again, I would, like you said, you pay somebody, you, you understand that I was not prepared. And so, but as you know, my experience with, with minis, they always got easier, Yeah, you know, as time went along. Because you knew what to expect. You know, I think knowing what to expect, though, makes training the next time easier, but it makes that decision to do it, to do it again harder yeah, because you know what to expect. Yeah. I just mean on race day. Like. On race day, you're not going to have those faux pas that I had. You yeah. know, like going out way too fast on a day that's way hotter than most of my training. You know, just I had the right equipment, but I just I didn't know how to use it. Like, so anyway. Yeah. But all right, uh, I guess we can talk a little real estate. Yeah, we can go into real estate or talk about some Louisville stuff if we want to. The football loss was disappointing. Very, very disappointing. Let's do that and then let's wrap. Do we have time? You think for the for the? We'll open up the next. We'll open up the next. Segment. Okay. So, so um, Louisville football was obviously disappointing. Um, you know, telegraphed by Brom in his post game. Uh, after the Notre Dame win, that he was prone to bad losses after big wins, yeah. and that's pretty much been his mo. As, I it was going to be talked about enough where it wouldn't happen. I heard about it enough. I think that's what he was trying to do. Um, he had some injuries to overcome, both Jawar Jordan, you know, yeah. and um, 
why am I blanking on the wide receiver? Um, both at, both plagued by injuries. They what wide receiver? Our best wide receiver. Why am I blanking? I am too. Yeah, it's all pro Louisville radio show. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> we're we're not good. Louisville wide receiver. Uh, anyway, he ended up with a with a with a hundred yards receiving. Um, but Jordan only played the first. Jawar Jordan, you know, rumored Heisman candidate plays one one series. You know, not to say that he can't yeah, that bounce hurts. back. Um, but yeah, it, it just in, kind of an implosion in terms of offense. Couldn't run the ball. Uh, Jamari Thrash, that's who I was looking yep, for. Right, Jamari yeah. Thrash had over 100 yards receiving in the loss, but lots of turnovers, you know, against a really, really bad pit team on the road. So, the anyway. Louisville red-white game was last night. It started off, or not the red-white game, sorry, their first exhibition. Okay. I'm glad that you brought this up. Yeah, it was Simmons College, yeah. which they beat by 50 points. Yeah, but it was close for a little while. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Did you, did you, see, did you see Kenny Payne's... Post game, no. So he quoted, he, he quoted the blue white scrimmage, uh, and then immediately corrected himself. That's tough. And it's going around the Louisville Twitterverse, which is not Twitter anymore. It's on X. All the Louisville people on X are reposting the clip where he refers to it as the blue white scrimmage versus the red white scrimmage. I mean, come on, man. Normally, probably wouldn't be a big deal, but when you're on the hot seat, it is. But we're going to cut to a couple ad sponsors here, <laughs> and we'll be back talking real estate finally on this show. Yeah. Jay Pitt Show, Talk Radio 1080. See you in a sec. Jay Pitts here, leader of the number one real estate team in Kentucky and host right here on 1080 WKJK. While the average agent sold just seven homes last year, our team successfully sold over 600. Our proven marketing system gets homes sold for top dollar and gets them sold fast. Many are seeing headlines about prices going down. Want to know the real truth? Text the words home value to 502-805-8888. That's home value to 502-805-8888 and receive your no obligation home value sent via text directly to your phone within one hour. Hello, my name is Megan. Jay's team recently sold my house and he really went above and beyond. It was fast and easy and I got 10000 over list price. The whole team really made this experience simple and stress-free. Remember, text the words home value to 502-805-8888. That's home value to 502-805-8888 and receive your no obligation home value sent directly to your cell phone via text within one hour. Thanks for listening to Talk Radio 1080. Real news, real talk. Welcome back to the Jay Pitt Show. Talk Radio 1080, real news, real talk. I'm your co-host, Ryan Harris. All right. uh, Consumer real estate question for you. Yes. So, you're buying a house, and it's an HOA, and you put the offer in, goes under contract. A couple days later, you call the HOA asking what... The fee covers, and they tell you that driveway needs to be paved. Whether it's you that does it or the people that own it now. Mm-hmm. What options do you have? You're inside the inspection period. It wasn't mentioned on the seller's disclosure. What options do you have? Um, You've conducted the inspection already or not? No. Okay. Um, so... To clarify, had the seller been made aware by the HOA that it need the repair needed to be made? 
No. Before, so this is the first it's been spoken by the HOA. Okay, so there was no requirement for the seller to disclose this required repair. Had they been notified by the HOA prior to, they would be required to disclose the repairs required by the HOA going forward. Right, there's no way for them to disclose no, it when they don't know. They, they don't know, then they don't know. Okay, so that was my first concern because a non-disclosure issue is another issue. Um, you have the right to object to the condition of the property unilaterally yeah. after the hiring. Now, let me clarify. When using a Greater Louisville Association of Realtors contract, the inspection contingency says that if you hire a licensed inspector, you can object to the the condition, the findings. You can release the contract unilaterally, right? And I don't have to be an attorney to tell you that. It's literally written in plain English. So, yeah, you go ahead. You conduct your inspection, right? You ask the seller to make the repairs, or, or you cancel. If you're just not happy, you cancel, and then you chalk the $500 in inspection fees up to you know diligence costs, and you move on. Um, or you ask them, and they say yes or no, and you negotiate it out. If you don't like uh, their offering, then you can ultimately terminate the contract. Mm-hmm. So, so really, um, I think there's a choice for you to make. Are you willing to accept a repair on it, or are you not? And... You know, where where we run sideways is when people find out stuff like this, they predetermine that the seller's not going to be willing to fix it, and then they don't want to spend the money on the inspection because they think the deal's dead already. And then they try to limp out of a contract without exercising a valid contingency, and then mm-hmm. you're, in essence, breaching the contract just by process. Yeah. So um, I think you spend the money. Spend the money. You got to be prepared to lose a thousand bucks anytime you attempt to buy a house. Yeah. And if you're not prepared to lose a thousand dollars in the process of attempting to buy a home, then you shouldn't be making offers. Yeah. That that that's kind of where my head is. Okay. And and that's again, we're not going to let you lose a thousand bucks if you've done nothing wrong. But if you if you if you conduct a home inspection in good faith. And the findings are not to your liking. You decide to walk away. That money's spent. And you have to look at it like that. So I'm curious. Like, it's it's kind of specific here. Specific. Is this a specific deal situation? It is. It's all taken care of, though. (laughs) Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. Moving on. Uh, So I was going to... I can't find the article anymore, but I don't know if you saw this the other day. A lot less agents are switching brokerages now as yeah. compared to pandemic really levels. I, I hadn't seen this. The article didn't say any reason why. It was just stating statistics. Do you have any insight as to why you think that might might be the case? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it may be the calm before the storm. I mean, you have to figure... Maybe it's people thinking about leaving the industry and they're like, what's the point of switching a brokerage? Maybe. Um, I mean, this has got to be some historical perspective here. So, like, does this go back a year? Well, if it goes back a year, then, you know, you've had mostly good markets. Mm-hmm. If it goes back two years, then that was really good markets. So why people people are less likely to move when they're busy. They're more likely to move when things are slow. So have we experienced enough slow market to get people to really consider leaving? I think you're probably right. There's probably some people contemplating leaving the industry altogether. Retire retirement. Um, 
you know, it could be, Ryan, that why we haven't seen retirement in the numbers that we kind of tend to expect based on the average age of a real estate agent, maybe the reason we're not seeing that is the move towards lower fees, right? Um, where brokerages have raced to the bottom on fees. And what's the incentive to retire? You can just stop working, not really pay any fees, sell a house every once in a while, make a little bit of money, and you're basically retired. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's just just more agents doing fewer deals, which which is precisely the kind of market that I can appreciate because what what does that do to my competition? What lowers the level of legitimacy in my competition when more agents do fewer deals and I'm the one that's doing a lot of deals makes me by comparison look a lot better. Yeah. So I'm fine with the number of agents in the market. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, let's move on. I sent you this thread on Twitter the other day. Did you take a look at yeah, it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So it's Nick Gurley tweeted this. Here's an ominous indicator for the housing market. The 10-year government bond now yields a higher return than the cap rate or profit from operating a rental property. No wonder real estate investor demand is collapsing. More profitable to buy bonds. So let's break this down, maybe sentence by sentence, and talk about the chart a little bit. Well, yeah. So I I don't think that this is as recent as he states. Now, he's certainly tracking the 10-year treasury, but there are other bonds that you've been able to yield in excess of cap rates for a while, especially when you adjust, you know, for some fees and some things and some implications that cap rate doesn't necessarily capture. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you're talking about... And this is also, it's the average cap rate, I believe, in the country, and it's this chart's showing it like 4.6%. I get it. I can assure you... Most investors are not buying a house if that's the cap at four point six percent. Yeah, I'm buying I'm buying four investment properties right now that are eight eight percent cap rate. Yeah, right. So which is lower than I would like, but um, I see the value in you know five percent treasuries, which you know are a thing. So yeah, yeah. I mean this this absolutely is going to pull people out of the market now. You know, treasuries are very simple investments, um, very simple, you know, kind of instruments. And the complexity of real estate certainly has its advantages. Um, Scarcity, you know, is one thing. Uh, You know, the demand for bonds is quite volatile. You know, yes, you get some guaranteed income, but you know, when you get in, when you get out, like it's not really up to you. That they're 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 not quite as liquid. I don't know, man. I just th- this is absolutely a thing and has been for quite some time. In certain areas, you know, cap rates have been well below four point six percent for a long time. You know, this is why California investors are buying in Kentucky, right, and have been for some time because you could get, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten percent in Kentucky where you were looking at. Two, three, four percent in California, and this was a long time ago. So it's just not as novel. The treasuries are are picking up. I think they're a strategy that employs some of those. If you've got, especially if you've got a lot of cash laying around, and and you know you don't want to go all in on real estate, I think mm-hmm. treasuries are a good alternative. Yeah, it's just funny. I always think about four years ago. If you go back, you would have bought as many homes as you could, 
And probably four years before that, you wish you would have bought as many homes as you could. And probably right now, you'll look back four years later and wish you could have bought as many homes as you could right now. Absolutely. As- well, and that's that's just what I'm looking at. You know, so so I'll give you the kind of general thesis on the investment I'm making now. Um, neighborhoods that um, I own property already. Areas where my property management company already takes. In fact, these were investments that are already managed by my property management company. Had an owner approach me about, you know, making a sale. They had a reasonable ask. I was able to, you know, be very direct and transparent in my negotiation and stated a price that would work for me. Substantially higher than I've ever paid for real estate in that area. Uh, existing leases, no no immediate disruption in cash flow. Cash flow instantly. Yep. Um, no immediate large-scale repairs needed. Just operate the assets. Just take them over. Operate them. And I'm financing them at 8%. Like, they're not phenomenal investments in terms of cash flow. They're basically cash flow neutral. Putting down 20 to 25%, that's fine. I've got cash on hand to do that. Um, and the way I look at it is, is if I had to, if I had to move a tenant, let's say, let's say a lease expired and a tenant moved out and I had to drop 20 grand in one of these, I'm paying a, roughly a hundred grand for all four of them. So 400,000 total investment. If I drop 20 grand in one of them, I could sell it for 150. So there's 30 grand worth of equity left after 20 grand gets spent. Tip top market. Like there's comps to justify it. Like, you know, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. So, so again, four years from now, I'm going to look back and be glad I did. Yeah. Or man, you could have bought like three Bitcoin for that right now. (laughs) All right. We're going to cut to a couple of ad sponsors and we'll be back on the J pitch show. Talk radio, 1080 real news, real talk. See you in a sec. Hey, listen up. Do you own a car, truck, or boat? Do you own a business? Do you own or rent a home? If so, let's face it, you need to protect these assets from damage caused by accidents. For that, you need a friend in the insurance business. Let my friend John Blackford with Kentucky Farm Bureau protect you. Like many of you listening, Jen and I have worked hard to build our businesses over the years. John has delivered on his promise to protect us when we've needed it the most. We've experienced losses as small as a crack in our windshield or as big as a catastrophic property fire. While he has two decades of experience, Kentucky Farm Bureau has over a century of operational excellence all across the state. Every year, insurance companies move in and out of Kentucky, but Farm Bureau has proven to be a constant. John and Kentucky Farm Bureau have perfected the balance of providing service and coverage at competitive rates. Listen, we've all worked hard and loss or damage is inevitable. This is why we all need a friend in the insurance industry. John Blackford has been that genuine friend to me for years. Let John Blackford be that friend to you. Call him today at 502-327-5480 for advice on all your insurance needs. Motto Mortgage Premier Partners is your source for hassle-free home loans in Louisville, Kentucky. With their commitment to providing the best loan options, they make buying a home effortless. With Senior Loan Officer Andrew Dow at the helm, you can rest assured that you're in good hands. Andrew has a wealth of experience in the lending industry and has helped countless clients achieve their dreams of owning a home. At Motto Mortgage Premier Partners, they pride themselves on providing top-notch service and offering competitive rates and low fees. They understand that buying a home can be stressful, but their team is dedicated to making the process as easy as possible. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or a seasoned pro, they have the expertise to guide you through the entire process. So if you're looking to purchase a home in Louisville, let Motto Mortgage Premier Partners and Andrew Dow help you find the loan that's right for you. Call him today at 502-931-8670. 
Talk Radio 1080. And we're back, folks. Welcome back to the J. Pitt Show. Talk Radio 1080. I'm going to talk a little baseball. Yeah. What do you think, man? You been watching? So, I feel like it happens every time around the playoffs. I don't watch much baseball regular season. <laughs> but, and I feel like a lot of people are this way, fall in love with it again during the playoffs. The atmosphere. And I was misspoke on another show. They are doing the pitch clock in the playoffs. They are. And it I makes it that. awesome. Love I it. That. it cruises. Game cruises. It's amazing. I can actually sit down and watch a whole game at night. Like the, It's the, great. The crazy thing for me is um, how how native it's become to the pitchers already. Yeah. Like, you know, watching the other day, um, this, I guess it wasn't the other day, but it was, you know, a week or so ago, but like Spencer Strider, you know, the, the ace for the, for the Braves, like I watched him and they've got a camera angle. that's kind of like on him. And the pitch clock is in the background, like on the outfield wall. And so you can barely see it. You see it counting down. He never looks at it, never looks in the direction of the one that, is is out in front of you know in his field of view never never even looks like does a few things gets on the mound immediately starts like with like nine seconds rocks and just starts his motion with like nine seconds left on the pitch clock you know releases the ball like you know five six seconds left boom done every time gets the ball back from the pit from the catcher does the same thing same routine and it's just like it's like it doesn't even exist probably get something in a better better rhythm it, exactly well i'll tell you this there is absolutely rhythm to that like you know, I'm sure, you know, even like you didn't play in college or anything, but you probably played enough to like when the pitcher's cruising, like the coach will tell you to call time and step out of the box, <laughs> like to like slow, slow down. Cause pitchers get, they get going downhill. You got to do something to disrupt that because like, I mean, it's hard enough to hit a baseball in the first place. Yeah. Uh, so. And we, Brandon fought. Brandon fought. He's pitching his third game tonight. That's exciting. Against the Phillies. They're back. Arizona's back home down, down. O two, so they need a win. Did you watch those first two games? I watched. I did. Yeah, the Phillies' offense is so good when it's clicking, though. Man. Yeah, so good. Uh, I, I mean, he's. Watch both I games. hope he has a good. I hope he has a good outing. But um, it's gonna yeah, be tough. It's gonna be. It's gonna be tough when you got Schwarber, Schwarber, and, and Harper going so good. Trey Turner, Tur- Turner's Turner's legit, but he's they're probably not even the hottest hitter. Like the five hitters, like the hottest hitter in the lineup right now. I can't. I'll have to look yeah, up that guy's I name. I feel like these MLB players, who can hit the most home runs? Like, which team's going to hit the most home runs? The Phillies have hit 13 solo home runs in a row. I know. Record. I mean, what do you do? What do you say to that? I mean, it's it's Castellanos. That's that's the the right fielder. Like, that, that dude is so on fire. Yeah. And but um, Houston got a big win last night. They were down 0-2. They did, which that's my son's favorite team. He is loves it. Yeah. He's, he's How a, did that happen? I don't know, man. Like, so he's, uh, th- th- well, I-, I can tell you how it happened. So in 2018, um, I was in Boston. We were going to Boston. It was, it happened to be on fall break. Well, this is, it's, it's kind of convoluted. I'll, I'll make it short. We were supposed to go to Disney for fall break. And then I was going to fly from Disney to Boston for a conference. Well, a hurricane came through and it pretty much washed out our Disney trip. And instead of like Jen and the kids just, deciding to stay home that was before colton but jen evie and preston staying home um we pivoted and went to boston and jen was able to find alcs tickets because houston houston was playing boston at fenway while we were there and i don't know what she spent on the tickets i don't want (laughs) to know um but i took my son so i had never been to fenway which is i'm a i'm a go to all stadiums guy 
Um, and so Preston has been to a lot. Most of the ones I've been to, he's already been to. So I, I was definitely a you know, wanting to go to Fenway and the ALCS was there and we were in Boston. We don't have a chance to go to Boston. I mean, there's no, I don't have a reason to go to Boston much. Um, so anyway, that's, and, and Altuve went absolutely nuts that game. And so he's just, he loves, so he was impartial going to the game. He was impartial going to the game and he didn't fall in love with the home team, which I was surprised yeah, I was gonna say that's surprising, but especially at Fenway. It's like the yeah, most romantic place. I mean, you could argue Wrigley, but like probably Fenway. And, um, yeah, he came away from that being a Jose Altuve fan. And so since then, he's just all about some Altuve. Yeah, I've eaten in the restaurant of Fenway's Have you? Uh, home run wall. Okay. Yeah, okay. It was pretty cool. See a game? No. No, no there's right. no game going on. But right. it, it was cool. Yeah. You know. Uh, you got to make it sometime, man. Boston fans are nuts. I got to go to the old Yankee Stadium. I've been to the new Yankee Stadium. I've only been to new. I never made it to old. Been to, been to Wrigley. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. So, I've I, I yeah I won't list them, but I've been to a lot. Um, I've been to a lot. I, I any new city during the MLB season, if they're home, we're going. Like it's a, it, Jen understands. It's it's at, you got to figure it out. We got to yeah. work it in. I don't care if it's like Washington D.C. and it's like we're doing a history lesson for the kids. <laughs> I haven't been to that stadium. We're going. There you go. We're going to see the Nationals. Uh, all right. Let's jump away from sports just a little bit. Netflix. Sure. Uh, here's an article. Netflix ups prices as growth spikes. So, you know, Netflix did their password crackdown. And uh, this article says Netflix is cracked down on password sharing has paid dividends again. And, it, and in an unexpectedly robust way in the third quarter, shares of Netflix jumped in early trading Thursday after the streamer said it tacked on. Another 8.8 million paying members. That was far more than the 6 million they were expecting. They're also raising prices in the U.S. again for the basic from 9.99 to 11.99, and the premium tiers going from 19.99 to 22.99. And I think this is a perfect example of like nobody's really ever done password crackdown. They're the first people to do it right. It's making them a ton of money. And they've built such a brand where they can just raise prices and people are going to keep paying. I I, I agree. Um, so, number one, culture's on their side. Okay, so, and what I mean by that is I find it, so I have YouTube TV, right? I don't log in to YouTube TV very often. Like, very rarely. Like, somebody the other day was, like, talking about The Voice. To watch sports, I guess that's It's probably. literally live sports is yeah. all. And and these streaming platforms are starting to get live sports without the need for other channels. I don't watch any cable news. I don't watch any local news. I don't watch any scripted programming, I, except for we maybe... listen to one local radio show. <laughs> that's, that is all, the J-Pitch. No, I don't... Dude, I don't like UFL games. UFL yeah. games. If I could go to an app specifically to stream a UFL game when the UFL game is on and not need YouTube TV, I wouldn't have it. We don't need it. I turn on, I, I fall asleep with the TV on pretty much every night. And I watch about 30 seconds of it. And it's always Netflix. And it's always something I've always seen before. I've already seen before. It's weird. I don't know. I don't get I, it. I watch YouTube ninety percent of the time. Do you really? 
Not YouTube TV. YouTube. Yeah, you just regular. And I YouTube. pay for YouTube Premium, which I've said is the best. Probably fifteen dollars a month I spend because there's no ads. Mm-hmm. And you save so much time. You don't have it interrupt. It's great. I'm sitting here wondering if I have premium on Netflix. I don't know. What I is premium? YouTube TV does not give you get you YouTube premium. No, no. I'm asking about Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Yeah. What's a basic plan and what's a premium tier? I don't know. Maybe ads. I don't have ads. So you probably have premium. So you, you, you can pay and still have ads? Probably. I think so. Oh, wow. Okay. Once again, don't know. Okay, do you know, boomer. Do you, do you know what you pay a month? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea, and I'm pretty sure I wouldn't notice the difference between so, seventeen. Since you're on Netflix, you've been watching anything good on there? No, not really. I mean, I, I, I you know, I, there were a few. I, actually, I did turn on the uh, the miniseries about David Beckham, and mm. and I've um, heard that's good. I, I, I just it. started it. I, I did watch about almost an episode last night before I cashed out so we, we started watching the fall of the house of usher oh yeah pretty good okay yeah it's okay. uh well done good actors i've i've saw that it was like number one in the uh recommended i did not partake tell you, i'm gonna put myself on blast a little bit right here okay. tell you what we have been watching too and it's Gold, golden, golden ba- bachelor golden ba- yeah <laughs> i knew it i know yeah. you have it i'll swear it's it's hilarious oh you are it's, on blast it's funny it's <laughs> Are you on blast if you say it about yourself? It's good. I'll just say it. It's it, good. It's good. Do they do they hand golden roses? No, it would have been a good idea. Actually, I don't. I don't know. Maybe are there? I watch roses? it. I uh, they could probably spray paint them. It's funny. I put it on. We just took a family vacation, and my wife and I put it on. And my dad was, "What is this?" And by the end of it, he's crying, laughing at it. And I'm pretty sure they've been watching it too. So I hope he listens to this episode. And he's like, you just told everybody I'm watching the golden bachelor. <laughs> so, so he's watching it too. He might be. He thought oh, it was funny. No. He was mad. We put it on at first and, uh, it's pretty funny. It's better than the other ones. That's funny. Okay. Well, Ryan, I won't give you too much grief. I, uh, I've, Probably never seen a single episode of The Bachelor, so well. But there's other things. There's other things that I should. It's Jen's birthday, I, so happy birthday, Jen! Yeah, absolutely, and she should make you watch The Golden Bachelor. I will say this: she doesn't watch The Golden Bachelor, but I did. I, I'll put myself on an equal blast. When we were significantly younger, and it was a thing, I always, I did always watch Sex in the City with her. <laughs> I did do that. It's only 24 Please. minutes. You can get, you can get over it. That's allowed. That's allowed to be said. Come on. FTC won't get us for that one, will they, Jim? All right. Didn't think so. All right. All right. Well, that's all the time we got in this segment. You're going to want to hang around after the ad sponsors uh, for the Louisville Events Draft coming to you live here on the Jay Pitt Show right after the break on Talk Radio 1080. Jay Pitts here, leader of the number one real estate team in Kentucky and host right here on 1080 WKJK. While the average agent sold just seven homes last year, our team successfully sold over 600. Our proven marketing system gets homes sold for top dollar and gets them sold fast. Many are seeing headlines about prices going down. Want to know the real truth? Text the words home value to 502-805-8888. That's home value to 502-805-8888 and receive your no obligation home value sent via text directly to your phone within one hour. Hello, my name is Megan. Jay's team recently sold my house and he really went above and beyond. It was fast and easy and I got 10000 over list price. The whole team really made this experience simple and stress-free. Remember, text the words home value to 502 805 
502-805-8888. That's home value to 502-805-8888 and receive your no obligation home value sent directly to your cell phone via text within one hour. Where Louisville comes to talk. Talk Radio 1080. Welcome back to the Jay Pitch Show. Talk Radio 1080, real news, real talk. We're back. All right. So last week, we started a new segment, and we're going to keep doing this every episode, and we're doing different drafts of of things in Louisville. So last week, we did best restaurants in Louisville. Jay, who do you think won that one based I mean, off responses? I don't know about based on responses, but I think I definitely won. I do not think so. I, th- I think my poll, my story had me winning. I feel like, yeah, but they're your friends. I would feel like, I feel like Conway Vos and Ramen House put you, put you, put you down. Oh, I had people comment about Conway Vos. Well, though. yeah, it was the one, it was the ringer on your golf team, but like that doesn't yeah, count. Why not? Well, I mean, you know, I'm telling you, I had people comment on Barvetti. Okay. I had people comment on Blue Dog. I'm sure. telling you, it's a thing. Okay. It's a thing. I think I won, but you think you won, so that's okay. Yeah, we got to figure out a way to do this where we do have a winner every week. Yeah, and we can post it on your. You need to do a poll okay. on your story, and that's how we need I to d- do it. I did it. Do you know this? This I'm just going to sound awful, but uh, can I look at a poll on a story that's already expired? How do I do? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I I forgot to go back and look at the results after 24 hours. Yeah, what so. we could do is post on the story. Uh, you could just put the list of the five things without whose is whose and who won, and then we post the video later about who picked what, and that way it's anonymous. Oh, we could just give the results. The results say vote, vote based on these results, and then later we can we we'll can reveal. Yeah, that's a good idea. Sometimes I have good ideas. Sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> for those of you that that didn't catch that earlier in the show, I said something about having a good idea just before we went on air today, and Ryan goes, "Yeah, sometimes." <laughs> Literally deadpan, dry. Yep, sometimes. Okay, all I'm right. Just, let's get, let's get it going. Yeah, let's so, go. So, so we, we don't run snake out of time. snake draft as always. Yeah, uh, with respect to the first three picks, basically. Yes. Um, so I go two because you got two last time. No, you got two last oh, time. Oh, no, I that's first. right. I go so one. You get to go first this time. I go one, you go next two. And See, the, I feel like this is probably the worst one to do this with. I would rather have one here. Okay. Because but, it's obvious. Yes. Because it's super obvious. It's obvious. So, what we're doing, do you want to explain best yeah. Louisville events? Best Louisville events. Okay. So, it has to be a uniquely Louisville event. So, for example, um, you know, what was the example I gave earlier? Um, like, we can't say a Louisville football game. No, we said you can't. We did say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can. All right. What did, we, what did I say we couldn't do? I I'm blanking. Know. But anyway, it needs to be a specific Louisville event. Yeah. It has to be located it has in to be Louisville. Like annual. Like, and it has to be annual. Yeah. That's right. I think that's so I think the example I gave was the Ryder Cup, for example. Like, the Ryder Cup was here, but it's not a Louisville event because it's who knows if it ever will be yeah. again. We've got the PGA coming back up. It's been here multiple times, but it's not here every year. It's not something you can like come to Louisville and play in a trip around yearly. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. So so let's get started. I'm going to go with number one. We also determined just before the break, okay, because it was so obvious, I think, what number one would be. 
obviously the Kentucky Derby. We're going to include the Der- the Kentucky Oaks along with the Kentucky Derby because we really don't want to mince words as to which one is which. Yeah. So with the number one pick, as obvious, I will take the Derby and the Oaks. Yeah, that's that's an easy one. Good job, but not really. <laughs> um, uh, derby, we talk. Derby's so fun, man. It is. It's like there's nothing like it. Every time that week or two weeks gets there, you can feel the city has a different buzz about it. Everybody's just gearing up for it, and it's about to be a blast. Yeah, for sure. So I'll tell you something crazy. I've been to Oaks. I've still never been to Derby. What? Yeah. Okay. Going. We're definitely going this year, though. Crazy. Yeah. You gotta go, man. Yeah, we're definitely going this year. You gotta Oaks go. is a blast, too. You know, I went through phases, though. I will say, I went through phases. We went to Oaks more than Derby when I was closer to your age. Um, for some reason, it was just easier to get all of our friends together. It was easier to get good seats. Um, with the slightly smaller crowd, even though it's still 100,000 plus. Uh, and that that was a good thing. Um, then we kind of graduated to trying to do both. And then we did both for several years. Oof. Well, hold on. It's like great when you have really like young kids and you can get a sitter and like grandparents will help or the kids can go stay with grandma and grandpa and you can do your two-day thing. Um, but then it gets exhausting. And then you like move past it. And then you have like kids stuff and all that. So um, we're kind of in the go once early in the week and pick one Derby or Oaks, which is, I will say it's nice. And I'm assuming we're not going to say Thurby as another third choice, but like we try to go Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday along with a Friday or Saturday. And it's still, you still get plenty of the Derby experience. All right. I'm going to pick my, my first one now. Okay. And I think you're going to be a little shocked. St. Patty's Day Parade down there on Bardstown Road. That's a good one. It's a blast. That's look a good forward one. to it every year, and everybody goes all out. It's so fun. That's a good one. Um, I wouldn't have went there, but um, I, I'm I'm okay with it. Certainly making the list. Not sure I would have went number two, but all right. you're all good. Uh, so I get number two as well. Let's go. Well, this is three, so you got two and three. Your well, second pick. Yes, okay. my second pick. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm going to go with, I think it's the most popular, Bourbon and Beyond. Bourbon and Beyond is on my list. Um, All right. Good one. Good one. I, I mean, I would have taken that one for sure. I don't know that I, I, I mean, I probably, I could have taken it at that, at that point in the draft. Mm-hmm. All right. Number two for me. Um, I'm going to stick with the trend and I'm going to go for Castle. Good pick. I'm going to go Forecastle. Forecastle probably would have come above Bourbon and Beyond for me. But it's really, frankly, because I've only been to Bourbon and Beyond once. I didn't see acts that I really loved. And I've seen some really good people at Forecastle. Yeah. Forecastle is the younger crowd now. I, it it has become that. Yeah. I, that's, I was trying to decide if I was going to go Forecastle or Bourbon and Beyond first. And I feel like... Well, we didn't have Forecastle, or we're not having. They're not having it this year. Or last yeah. year, I can't remember. So, but I still think. I mean, I I, I still think it's a Louisville thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. All right. So you have Derby and Forecastle. I have St. Patty's Day and Bourbon <laughs> and Beyond. And with my third pick, I am going to go with a fall Louisville football game. A fall Louisville football game. Yeah. Night game. Night. <laughs> Night. <laughs> Very specific when the stadium's rocking, like you know when they beat Notre Dame the other day, and it was perfect weather. And yeah, I mean that's hard to beat. Oh well, I mean yeah, 
It is. Um, I'm certainly a fan. I'm a season ticket holder. We can but, just say Louisville football game. But Louisville, keep it simple. Louisville football. I'm, I'm I'm good with that. Louisville football is it. I, I think you can't leave it off. Um, but the fact that you can't say which, like, why don't you say like the UK U of L game? Yeah, that's like fun. it's a blast. because it's every other year. It's not every year, but it's yeah. in Louisville every other year, and that's a big that's a big game. I mean, just because we've lost it the last couple of years, I, don't, I have that's a feeling that hasn't been fun lately. Have a feeling that trend's about to reverse. All right, um, number three, I'm gonna go. So you have Derby and Forecastle. I have Derby and third. Forecastle, and I'm going with my third pick. I'm gonna go St. James Art Fair. I had that on my list. St. Nice. James Art Fair going a little going a little rogue from my my first two, but I'm going to go St. James Art Fair. Yeah, I had it on there. I haven't been in a couple of years, so mm-hmm. uh, it always it, seems to sure get. Sa- it was going to get taken, but it almost seem, it seems to get sacrificed most fall fall days for me. But um, that's just because we we've got kids that play football, and it's it's tough. But it's 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 big. It's. Uh, it's great for the city, and uh, yeah, I think it's a bit timeless. So, all right, I'm playing to the time of the year with my next pick. So I have St. Patty's Day, Bourbon and Beyond, Louisville football game, and I'm going to go the Jack O' Lantern Spectacular. Jack O' Lantern, I like it. We're going tonight. Are you? Yeah, going with um, Emily and Todd. Nice. Uh, I love that. Um, great event. We've actually done it as a client event in the past, where yeah. we 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 had. Clients come out and we we gave out tickets. Um, are they still doing the car drive through? I don't think deal? so. So you you can walk through it again. It's yeah. much better when you can walk. Yeah, um, we walked maybe last that, year. Maybe that was a COVID thing. Yeah, maybe I think it was, it was. okay because right. walking was so bad. Let's yeah. not <laughs> walking. Walking is way cooler. All right, yeah. running out of time, so we got to keep it moving. Yeah, we got two minutes. Um, I'm gonna throw time of the year as well. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go brew at the zoo. Brew, brew or boo? Brew. Brew. Oh, I, well, I guess, yeah, I was thinking it's in the fall. It's not in the fall, actually. Boo at the zoo is in the fall, obviously. Yes. But I'm going brew. I'm going brew, not boo. We're going to boo at the zoo Saturday. Yeah, we've done that. We do that every year, too. Have never been. All right. So. Number four. Number four with the, my fourth pick, well, brew, that, yep. B-R-E-W, at the zoo. Okay. So that was your fourth. We both have one more pick in a minute and a half. So with my last pick. This is a very tough one because there's a few I feel like could play to the crowd, but I'm going to play to what I enjoy, Waterfront Wednesdays. Waterfront Wednesdays. That's a good one. I can I can get behind that. Um, let's see. And, and no complaints. No complaints there. I got I to gotta pull the trigger on one. Number five. And last pick of the draft. Last pick of the draft. Mr. Irrelevant. I'm going to steal out of Ryan's pocket uh, the Derby Mini. The Derby Mini. Derby Mini, man. Well, it's, it's, it's only a Mini if you do the Mini. Well, right. You can do the full. But, yeah. the, well, as I learned in 2007, okay, only one, one of 11,000, 1,000 of 11,000 competitors do the full marathon. So yeah. it's... It, it should be called the mini if it's not. But, yeah, the Derby Festival Marathon or Mini Marathon. So I thought about that one. I'm surprised. You You're surprised that. that I took it? Yeah. I think it's – I mean, it's big. I've, I've, I've done the mini three times. I've done the full marathon once just because I haven't done it in the last probably seven or eight years. Doesn't yeah. mean I don't like it. So, so in recap, before we get out of here, with my picks, I went Derby and Oaks, 
Forecastle in the second slot, St. James Art Fair, Brew at the Zoo, and the Derby Mini. Ryan, the St. Paddy's Parade, uh, Bourbon, Bourbon and Beyond, Beyond, Louisville Football, Jack-O-Lantern Spectacular, and Waterfront Wednesdays. Yep. Yep. I, I think this is a pretty well-matched. I think so, too. Well-matched. I, I also had on here, like, Bats game, Louisville City. Uh, there's Louder Than Louder Life. Than Life. The balloon State Fair, the balloon race, the State Fair, Thunder over Louisville, Thunder over Louisville, which I didn't want to go. That's too big. And since I already had Derby, I thought the mini was probably getting close enough. But I think the mini is important. Yeah, I think so, so too. All right, guys, that's all the time we got for you this week. We appreciate you signing on uh, and listening to us here at the J Pitt Show. We're going to be back next week. We appreciate everything and all the engagement right here on Talk Radio 1080. We will see you soon. For Ryan Harris, I'm J Pitts. Peace. Motto Mortgage Premier Partners is your source for hassle-free home loans in Louisville, Kentucky. With their commitment to providing the best loan options, they make buying a home effortless. With Senior Loan Officer Andrew Dow at the helm, you can rest assured that you're in good hands. Andrew has a wealth of experience in the lending industry and has helped countless clients achieve their dreams of owning a home. At Motto Mortgage Premier Partners, they pride themselves on providing top-notch service and offering competitive rates and low fees. They understand that buying a home can be stressful, but their team is dedicated to making the process as easy as possible. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or a seasoned pro, they have the expertise to guide you through the entire process. So if you're looking to purchase a home in Louisville, let Mono Mortgage Premier Partners and Andrew Dow help you find the loan that's right for you. Call him today at 502-931-8670. Hey, this is Ryan Harris, co-host of The Jay Pitts Show and co-founder of an amazing company called Simba. Simba is like QuickBooks on steroids for real estate agents, and it's changing the way they do their accounting and manage their business. Time is money, and Simba saves real estate agents both. Simba takes away the administrative burden of being an agent, from deal tracking to bookkeeping and taxes, Simba makes your entire workload seamless and stress-free. You can be up and running in seconds. Download Simba for free straight from the App Store, add your agent profile and commission split, upload your contacts straight from your phone, connect your bank accounts, and automate your bookkeeping and accounting. Simba is the most mobile-friendly app ever built for real estate agents. So if you're looking for a way to save time, grow your business, and stress less, then look no farther than Simba. Try it out today and see the difference it can make in your business. It is available on iOS and Android. You can search Simba, S-Y-M-B-A in the App Store or go to GetSimba.com.